0: Yes. So I say thank you again. It was a wonderful day. Those of you who participated, it was just, it was an awesome day. I think my favorite part of that clip, Jimmy, is when you miss the nail and it goes flying in the air. (laughs) I hope you're ready today. I'm going to be reading out of Mark chapter 8. I want to begin reading with verse 23. Very familiar passage. He said, Then he got into the boat. This is Jesus. And his disciples followed him. Suddenly a furious storm came upon the lake, so that the waves swept over the boat. But Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him up, saying, Lord, save us! We're going to drown, he replied. (laughs) Oh, you of little faith, why are you so afraid? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves, and it was completely calm. The men were amazed. And ask, what kind of man is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. What kind of man is this? You know, I believe in here today, this morning, I believe there are many people that you right now are in situations that are wreaking havoc over your life. That response right there, It's wreaking havoc in your life. But the situation that you're facing, it's not the problem. What you're looking at, what you're staring at, the the, the issue, the problem that is there, that is not it. That's not what is wreaking havoc in your life. You see, for, for the disciples in this passage, the storm was not the problem. The situation was not the problem. The situation in your life is not the problem. Because you see in this passage, the boat was designed to float. The boat was designed for that storm. The boat was designed to get through it. The boat was designed to carry its passengers safely through whatever it was, may face. And as long as the situation outside stays outside, there wasn't a problem. I want you to catch that. As long as the situation on the outside of the boat doesn't get inside of the boat, they were fine. As long as the situation on the outside doesn't get on the inside, you're going to be all right. You're going to be okay. Because the boat. You were designed for this. As long as it doesn't get on the inside of you, you were made for this. Boats only sink when what's on the outside gets on the inside. I was envisioning, you guys know I love the Andy Griffith show. I don't know if you've ever seen the one about the dude that had bad luck, they thought. And they take him fishing and the boat starts to sink and they're sitting there with buckets just throwing it out as quick as they can. How many of you feel like that's life right now? You don't have to answer that. But they only sink when the situation on the outside gets on the inside. You can walk through hell's kitchen and it not phase you. It won't bother you, but the minute it starts to get in you. Some of you are drowning. You're only drowning because the life around you has gotten in you. It's in your conversation. It's in your speech. It's in your thought life. It's in your attitude. Oh my. <laughs> Don't elbow your neighbor. I'm talking to you. Live situations. And you know that's the first sign of going down. It's when you allow the things on the outside to get inside. Then you are beginning to go down. You see, people who ride on top of the storm, they do so because they do not allow what they're going through to get into them. What am I telling you today? You can go through it. You can make it through whatever the storm of life is hitting you right now. You can make it through. It doesn't matter if you're in the middle of a recession or a depression. There were folks who became millionaires during the Depression because they didn't allow the voice from the outside to get into their thought life on the inside. They continued to succeed through the Depression. You see, when the things on the outside get down on the inside, then you begin to go down. So, my question today is simply this. How do we keep the outside on the outside and keep it from getting on the inside? How? Folks, you don't want to become associated with what was yesterday. Some of you are going to catch this before it's over, so get ready. (laughs) And you don't want to become intricately involved with folks who want to mess up your destiny. I know that sounds Simple. And I know that sounds minute, however, we don't always adhere to it. You see, I'm talking about negative folk, I'm talking about doubtful folk, I'm talking about fearful folk, and, 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 and you know the bad news folk? The ones that call and they never have anything good to say? The bad news folk? I mean, those who, who can't keep coming into your life and say, Oh, you better watch out, I wouldn't do that. Oh, you ought to be scared, and you, you you ought to use common sense, and or you up. That's the folks I'm talking about. All those people begin to leave holes in your faith, and they begin to leave holes in in who you are and who God has called you to be. You see, when they leave and they walk out, it doesn't matter how much faith you got. You begin to say, "Well, I, I just don't know." I don't know if I can do that. I, I, I don't know if I can make that. Maybe they're right. Maybe, maybe they've got a point. You see, you want to be around folk that build you up. People who encourage you. People who... People who will stand with you in thick and thin and be a voice that is encouraging, a voice that tells you you're going to make it, a voice that begins to speak the Word of God into your life, letting you know that you're more than a conqueror, letting you know who you are and who you are in Him. Folks that strengthen you and fortify you and encourage you that you can go through whatever it is that you're facing. Folks, what you're going through right now Let me ask you this. What is it you're going through right now that's getting in you? What are you facing right now? That as we're studying on Wednesday night is filling in that third word when we say, I am. What is it that's filling you up and and coming inside of you that you're facing right now that you're allowing to come in? You're allowing permission to flow inside of your boats. If you want to know what's getting inside of you, I want you to do me one favor I want you to listen to the words that you're speaking listen to the words that you have said over this last week over these last few days maybe even the words that you said coming to church this morning why do I say that because Matthew chapter 12 verse 34 says this for out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks so what that's saying is what's in here is what's gonna come out here. What comes inside of here is what you're gonna to begin to speak. And what is in here is, you're gonna regurgitate it over everybody around you. If you want to know what your heart is filled with, listen to what your mouth is speaking. Because whatever your mouth's speaking, it's talking about what's in your heart, it's talking about what you've allowed to come into this boat. Have you ever been around those people that do nothing but talk about the past? How great yesteryear was, how great that was then, how wonderful they were then, and how wonderful life was in that day? Oh, the church was wonderful. It was on fire. It was this, it was that. Oh, my life was great. I had this going and that. And all they do is talk about yesteryear. I mean, I've got them that come in and they talk about yesterday. In reality, it was over 20 years ago. I have them come in and, oh, Rufus, he left me. He ain't nothing but a snake, I say, a snake. He's always. Oh, some of y'all said that. And old Rufus, he done married, living with a new wife and got five more kids and getting on with his life. And people are still talking about yesteryear. Oh, Gertrude's still mad at Rufus. He's been gone 25 years. He's moved on with his life. He's a snake and it's all they talk about. Oh, come on now. Folks, you got to forgive and grow. you got to let that luggage go. Let it go. What am I telling you? Get over it. You know, he has. He does, they done moved on. They're, they're done enjoying life. They're enjoying it. You're the only one that's miserable because you won't let it go. Oh, y'all getting quiet on me today. You see, if you want to begin to move on, you have to clear your mind of all the unnecessary luggage and baggage that's weighing you down. Some of you got this luggage and baggage that wakes you up every hour on the hour, all throughout the night, because you can't let it go. You're letting it inside. The circumstances on the outside, you're allowing to come inside of you, and it's still sleep depriving you and causing you to be. Um, well, we'll stop there. What am I saying? You got to let it go and focus. You can't focus on the now if you're still consumed with yesterday. You got to move on. How long are you going to continue speaking that junk to anyone that will allow you to regurgitate it one more again? Let let me just tell you, those of you who are in that cycle and you're still doing it, 80% of the people you're telling it to don't care. And the other 20% are just glad it's you. And not them. Can I get a true dad? They don't. Stop letting it in your boat. Now going back to the Andy Griffith show, you remember the bad luck guy? You know why the water was coming in the boat? Because they didn't put the plug in it. Some of you need to put the plug in it. And quit letting it come into your life. Folks, your mouth will tell what is getting to you because it speaks out of what the heart is full of. Whatever your heart's full of, that's what it's going to speak. That's why when the heart is full of the Holy Spirit and full of the Word, that's what's going to come out of you in every situation. Because what's in here is going to come out of here. You've got to get the Word of God in you. Wow. Whatever the heart's full of, it's going to speak it it's going to speak it your mouth will tell what's getting into you it will tell everybody around you what's inside of you when you listen to what you're saying it's it's only conveying what is in here folks we're running out of time we're running out of time every day should be a serve day for us every day but so many of us are hanging on to junk from yesteryear that we can't let it go long enough just to be kind just to be nice let it go what what are you going to do with the time you have left here on this great planet earth what are you going to do with it are you going to continue to live in yesteryear are you going to continue to live in the hurts of yesterday folks I'm just going to be honest with you we've all been hurt we've all been hurt there's people that if I let my mind go, I will drive to their house and just stomp a mud hole in them. Some of them I don't even want to hit. Some of them I just want to bite and just be like a, 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 a bulldog and not let go. <clears throat> Why? Because they don't deserve to be hit. They deserve to be bit. Come on now, I'm human. Am I the only one that's ever felt that way? But I choose every day to walk in forgiveness and pray blessings over those folks. Therefore, it doesn't consume me. Therefore, it's not getting in me. Therefore, it's not coming out of me every single day of my life. How do I keep it? I stay in here and on my knees and allow Christ to fill me with what needs to be in here and not the junk that's trying to come in through the storms. Folks, if you don't reposition yourselves, you're going to miss the best time of your life in this season of your life on this planet Earth. You're going to miss it. You've you got to change the way you think. You've got to change the way you function. You've got to change the way you deal with issues. You've got to change it. You see, the reason... We have got to begin to reposition ourselves. We've got to begin to, to, to change the way we, we think and, and the reason we change the way we function and the, way we cha- the reason we change the way you feel. You see that many times that we're stuck between the lines of, of limited thinking and, and, and limited people and, and limited ideas and, and limited philosophies in our mind. And there's something deep down inside of each and every one of you that is so creative and it's screaming to come out. It's screaming to step into what the calling of God is on your life. But yet we can't let it out because we keep filling our stuff self with all this stuff. It's time to fight. It's time to fight. It's time to step out on the bow, bow of your boat And declare as Christ did, peace be still. You ain't coming in this house. You ain't coming in here, storm. Peace be still. It's time to begin to do what it takes to win and quit letting the elements all on the outside get on the inside of you. Come on, we all face a bunch of junk every single day of our life. But we make a choice of whether we're going to let it in or we don't. Some of you have walked away, and you've walked away, and you keep walking away. Man up. Face it. Speak peace to it. David said in Psalms 23, Yea, though I walk through the valley, not that I turn and run from it. I'm going to walk through it. You've got to get the mentality, I'm going to walk through it. I'm going through it. Yea, though I walk through the valley, quit running from one thing to another. Stop it. Stop it. Get it out of your boats. Why? Because the king of all kings resides inside your boat. The great I am is inside your boat. Allow him to speak peace into that situation and don't allow the other stuff come in and drown it out. Stand still and have the courage. Can I just be blunt? Have the courage to live with the pressure that's coming against you. Have the courage to live against it. You got to be tough. You, I'm gonna say that again, because some of you need to toughen up. You need to toughen up in the spirit. You know, I, I, uh, I went watch my nephew Luke. Thank God for the children. They're in here. They come in on the first Sunday of ever ever month. I, I love it. And I, I watched Luke play basketball yesterday, third grade, and it's a tournament. All these third grade teams are out there and. I'm just going to brag, he scored in both games. Woo! Way to go, Luke. But I, I, I was watching. I'm a people watcher. And it amazed me, coach, at the parents. There was one official. One official. And the parents that were ready to fight. Because this official made a call that didn't go in their sweet little Johnny's favor. Evidently, I've got some of those parents in here today. They were so mad. They were hollering. There was a lady in front of me that was screaming to the top of her lungs because little Johnny did not get the call. And what was so amazing is little Johnny would pick the ball up and run ten steps down the court and didn't have a foul call. She didn't yell and scream for him to call it against Johnny but when the other team did it I mean horns were coming out folks you know why they were letting the situation around them control what was in here Oh, we laughing to oh, all them crazy parents how many of y'all did that this week on your job how many of you in the way this week did that to your spouse how many did that with your children How? oh you got quiet on me now It's amazing how we can go from sweet little angels to all of a sudden horns are popping up. It happens. Quit running, quit. Folks, it's hard to encourage your children. It's hard to to, to keep them uplifted and, and keep them encouraged while you're secretly worrying yourself to death. You can't do it because your boat is filling up with the elements on the outside and that's what you're going to regurgitate onto your children. Onto your grandchildren. I knew I'd be plowing today. So what do we do with these moments? You know, do we just sit there in a boat with a bucket trying to get ourselves out of it as quick as possible and pray that we're okay? Scooping quickly and, and just worried half to death about the situation, just anticipating the next storm that's coming and, and the next bucket of load of water that's coming in our boat. And we're like junkies waiting for the next fix. Are we I believe that there are people that are addicted? addicted to moments without being able to take that moment and use it strategically to do something with their life they're addicted to, to, to things happening, they're addicted to, to crisis, they're addicted to it just for like a junkie from one fix to the next because every time I talk to them it's a crisis oh Pastor Scott Woo, prayer warriors please pray I just want you to know you don't have to accept the way it is. You know, even the disciples, when the storm was happening and the storm was raging, they flipped out for a few minutes, but they finally realized, wait a minute. The Messiah is in the 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 house. The Messiah is in the boat. Why are we worried? Why are we Why? Some of you need to wake up and realize the Messiah is in the boat with you. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to fret about it. Stop letting the stuff in because Christ is right there at the center. If you will allow him to deal with the situation, he will see you through it as long as you keep moving and walking through it. Just like the boat was designed to flow through it, I want somebody in the house to know that you were made for this. You were created for this. This is what God made you for. He made you to be a victor. He made you to succeed. He made you to walk in excellence. He made you to walk in victory after victory after victory. He said you are more than a conqueror. Not just a conqueror, but more than a conqueror through Christ. You were made for this as long as you keep the situation on the outside, on the outside, and don't let it on the inside. I was sitting in my office this morning and I kept hearing it again thud, thud. I thought, you gotta be kidding me. And I look out my window and there's this red bird. Back again, the dumb thing. He keeps hitting the window trying to get in. He would start at my office and would come all the way around the sanctuary and then come back and forth. I got a video on my phone. I video and I thought, you big dummy. Have you not figured out yet that you ain't getting in? Have you not figured out you're getting ready? Because you don't know the birds we have to scoop up out here that are dead from doing the same thing. Seeing that reflection and thinking they can get in and they're trying to get in and trying to get in. Folks, that's the way the stuff on the outside needs to be in your life. Don't let it in. Don't let it in. Don't entertain it. I love you, but I don't want to hear it because God said... I'm not telling you not to come in for counsel. I'm not telling no, I'm not. I'm just saying you've got to get that attitude in your life and not let it in. What's coming out of your mouth? Take somebody hear me right here. Take life one day at a time. When you get to the end of that day, say, I'm not finished, but I accomplished what I needed to accomplish today. I accomplished what I was supposed to get done for the day, for that time, and for that season. And when tomorrow gets here, we'll start over and do what i got to do for tomorrow. I I just want to speak to somebody real quick. And I just want you to know, somebody right now, your season is shifting. There's a shift. There's a shift taking place. You will be able to do now in a way that you have never been able to do what's inside of you before. Eric, you've not sang your best song yet. I've not preached my best sermon yet. And everybody said, thank you, Jesus. Some of you have not had your greatest thought yet. You've not written it down yet. You haven't dreamed your best dream yet. Some of you... Some of you haven't laughed your best laugh yet. And I can't wait to hear it. You, joy. The Word says in John, 1 John, No man can steal your joy. It's when we let all the stuff from the outside storm come in, we allow it to rob us of that joy. Therefore, you have not laughed your best laugh yet. When you begin to keep the outside on the outside, joy is going to rise up on the inside, and you will laugh your best laugh you've ever had. Your greatest day is not somewhere behind you. It's somewhere inside of you screaming to come out. That call that God has placed inside of you, that dream that He has placed inside of you, it's screaming to come out, but we've kept it suppressed because of all the crap that's going on around us that we're allowing in. And some of you are more upset that I said crap. That's what it is. We'll go King James verbiage. It's dung. That dung that you've allowed to come inside from outside. You know it's so amazing. I'm looking across this room and I'm watching your faces, and so many have got that stuff inside of you, and you're just sitting there going, "Wow, it's I want to dream. I want to. I want to be that. I want to be. I want to do. I want to. I want to fulfill the call of God that's on my life. It's time to get that stuff out. It's time to get it out." Get the elements from the outside. It needs to be on the outside. You've got all kinds of great stuff locked up inside of you just just waiting to be released. Now is the time. I was so excited last Sunday just watching each and every one of you interact and work and the joy that it brought you. But i venture to say some of you come back and went home And all those elements from the outside bombarded you. Oppression, depression, all the stuff, all the dung, if thou (laughs) willeth, hath come up inside of (laughs) you. And you have allowed it. And it's time to quit. You get my picture, you get my message. Now, for such a time as this, God has raised you up. The stage is set. The conditions are in order. And something awesome is about to happen If you're li- in your life, if you will allow Him to do it. Some of you have been carrying it so long, you don't know if you want to get rid of it or not. You like it. I don't want it. I like having peace and joy and happiness. I like it. I don't like having the oppression and the depression raging inside of me huh. yeah. you guys know my mind is crazy and weird sometimes But I was sitting in my office thinking about this I thought you know what this ain't Gilligan's Island the skipper's not our captain and you're not gonna be stranded on some desert island come on now the captain of your ship is the great I am the captain of your ship is the king of all kings the captain of your ship is the rose of Sharon the captain of your ship is a risen Lord and Savior he's not dead he's not gone he's alive inside of you and wants to help you this morning and wants to show you and give you direction on how and when why do I say that because first John 4 4 says greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world He's greater inside of you. So get tough. Get tough. Why? Because as the old cliche says, when the tough gets going, the going gets tough. When the going gets tough, the tough gets going. I got it backwards. Get tough. Get tough. My mom was talking about how my dad used to, when I was a kid, if he disciplined me or did this or that, and he wouldn't let me cry and go crawl up on my mama's lap and let her pamper me. He said, he's going to be tough. I remember I had a bad motorcycle wreck and on the way home from the hospital after a couple days in the hospital, you know what we did? We stopped at the Honda dealership and bought a new motorcycle and my mama went crazy. <laughs> I think it's about the only time i ever seen her mad. And he said, I'm not going to let him quit riding because he's scared. Some of you are scared. Some of you have been whining and crying for far too long. And it's time to get tough. It's time to toughen up. Because I'm telling you, if you've not hit a curve yet in life, put your seatbelt on. It's coming. It's coming. Life happens. We're all in the midst of it. I'm not exempt from it. It happens in my house just like it does your house. Amen. Hang on. Don't let the elements from outside inside the boat. Don't let it consume you. Don't let it in because nothing can stop you, child of God. Nothing can stop you, child of God. Eric, if you'll come and get ready to help me close this thing. Nothing can stop you, child of God. Nothing. You are unstoppable as long as you don't stop. Keep walking through. Keep moving through. Romans 8.38 What then shall we say in response to to these things? If God is for us who can be against us? The storm may be raging but if God be for you. The storm may be going crazy but God is for you. Life may be In a whirlwind, and you may feel like a tsunami's just hit. But if God is for you, who can be against you? Your husband may be acting stupid, but if God is for you, who can be against you? Your wife may be, I'm gonna shut up right there. If God is for you, who can be against you? Your children may be acting crazy not doing what you think they should do but if God is for you who can be against you and Acts tells you that it's for you and your household you stand on that promise and don't let the elements in, don't let the lie in don't let it come in, stand on the promises in the word of God Matthew eight twenty seven, the very last passage of scripture we read opening, it says this the men were amazed that even the winds and waves obeyed. And I don't know where you're at, but I choose to believe right now that He is still in the business of amazing us. He's still in the business of amazing And you may be in here today facing a situation. And I'm just simply going to ask, are you ready for him to be amazed by Him? I want to ask you one question as you stand with me, and we're going to close in just a moment. Are you willing to let Him amaze you? Are you willing? Are you ready for Him to amaze you in the midst of your situation? Church, we're all in this together. We all face life, we all have situations, we all have circumstances. We all have our boat rocked with a storm. And I told a dear friend of mine this week, and you've heard me say it many a times. I said, don't face it alone. Because if there's one thing I've learned in this life is we need each other. There's times that I need to come down here and I need my brothers to come and pray with me and believe with me and encourage me. There's times that you need to move and allow people to minister to you. And I'm just going to challenge you today. Do you need to be amazed this morning? what's in your boat? What words have you been speaking? What have you been saying? What have you been regurgitating over and over again that reveals what's in your boat? Father, right now. Hmm. Yes, sir. God, I'm so amazed at you that even in the midst of my storms, you're there. And Father, if I will allow, you will step up to the bow of my ship and speak peace be still. And God, today, there are people under the sound of my voice today, they need you to step into their situation and say peace be still father begin to move, begin to draw, and begin to let them know how much you care. And that their boat doesn't have to be rocked because you're in the midst